If I were to say the word colloquium to you, would, would that ring any bells? Is that a word you've used today? <laughs> not, not uh, that's not in my wheelhouse of day-to-day conversation. When I hear that word, I immediately think of smart people, and I call them pointy heads, but the people who, you Yikes. know, um, you know, the movers and shakers of the world. Uh, they do exist. So Kingdom Speak has been contacted uh, by a group of these people at Wilson University. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great people. Nice. And they have asked us to share some information with you about a research colloquium that's happening. And uh, here are the details. Do you have them in front of you? Why don't you tell us who uh, who's going to be the speakers? I do. Uh, this is a virtual event. Yes, right? it is. It's a That's virtual correct. event that will be happening on April the 8th. That's a Saturday, uh, beginning at 9 o'clock in the morning PST. Mm. Um, it is going to be moderated by Dr. Stephen Allard. Mm-hmm. It's a one-hour event, and it's open mm-hmm. for everyone. That's right. So the cool thing about this is it's free. Yes. Um, Not much in life is free. That's right. And usually the things in life that are free tend to be on the lower they quality do. of... They're, uh, tic- they're typically not colloquiums. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have the opportunity to get, uh, to, to get online with uh, Wilson University, they're calling it the Spring Research Colloquium. Right. And two of the speakers. So mm-hmm. it's a one-hour event with mm-hmm. a Q&A at the end. Mm-hmm. Two of the speakers. The moderator will be Dr. Allard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first speaker will be Dr. Johnny King. An esteemed be, Canadian, by the way. Oh, yes, he uh-huh. is. Mm-hmm. We'll own that. Yes. Yes. Regarding uh, Bible Land Journey, the second speaker will be Dr. Tim Merritt, and he'll be speaking about the redemptive lift. Really cool. Really cool. So, Also, with these two sessions, our Q&As, like we've already mentioned, but it's important that you can get on, uh, hear what's happening with this research, and then have a chance to talk to them about it. Uh, if you want to be a part of this, the key information here is you need to register. So anyone can attend, and it is free, but you need to register. So visit wuregister.com, uh, wuregister.com, and sign up. Um, and this event is being sponsored by the RSCA Committee of Wilson University, as well as the Center for Apostolic Pentecostal Studies, um, people that are doing great work, uh, good apostolic content that's being put out there. And uh, we want to share yeah, that with great you. Great event. Go check it out. So you want Dominion. You're now listening to this episode and you're wondering what we're going to talk about. Well, welcome to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop and Pastor Wade Townley and Pastor Kelly Patrick. We have fired the producer. Look at this guy sitting over yes. here. Yeah. I like Randy. I, is there, is there uh, no. even a Randy anymore? Any, no, is is there a Randy anymore? He, he went fishing. Oh! oh. <laughs> so you do listen. Hey, where's, where's the crickets? Randy, are you here? Yeah, where is he at? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where where are you, Randy? Where yeah. is he? Sounds like he's getting his bait. Here it yeah. is. Going Crickets. fishing. Oh, oh. Man, let's hit you with that camera. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> what a beautiful. Stop it! Oh, he's in the corner. Stop it! 
Are we making you look bad? In front of God? <laughs> and the one and only K-Pat, Reverend Kelly Patrick. Hey. Ooh. Welcome. Ooh. Well, you are like, you're in full Donald Trump mode right now, <laughs> to aren't you? The two of you? Just not indicted yet. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to two guests. This is, a, this is the first time, isn't it? It is. As far as in-house. Two. Two in-house. Wow. What's better than one? Hey, this has been the place to be, though, the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. It has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, you know what we do on Kingdom Speak, right? We read a review before we start, so we awesome. have to do this. We have to do this. So this comes in from uh, Apple Podcasts in the U.S., and it says this, By far the best. My family and I have considered this a treat. I have been listening for a little over a year now. Mm. There is such an abundance of phenomenal Bible-based wisdom. As a homeschooling minister's wife, this podcast has been a huge blessing. Thank you for the hard work, prayer, and dedication that is put into this ministry. And that is from Happy Mess Nest <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Come on, we say that in one. Say it in one word. Happy Mess Nest <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. So we will say Amen. <laughs> To the homeschooling minister's wife. Thank you for listening. Can I get a amen? Can I get a hallelujah? So, how are you guys doing? Our show prep was controversial. Yeah, we should have recorded that. Yeah, that's behind the paywall. If you want that, right. You have to. Yeah. Nice. I thought that no harm done. No. No. Oh, it was great. Enjoyed it. How long has it been since you've recorded with Kingdom Speak? It's been yeah, let's quite talk a, about it's that. Been quite a while. Well, we we have to talk about this before we start the show. COVID wouldn't let me. <laughs> oh, COVID! Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. come up with a new excuse, uh, man. Actually, but, it's been a few minutes since he's recorded with us. Quite, yeah. quite a few. Yeah. How's the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> But they're here. They're here, I man. They're here. Are. This is going to be like a marathon. It is. Because <laughs> I don't know if you've ever paid attention to the sermons, but these guys go for quite a while. <laughs> so, Ooh. and I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at the host when I'm talking. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> might be hiring a producer and a. Yeah, and a host. Wow. Yeah. You get paid <clears throat> by the hour, though. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, earlier today, we heard some teaching on. The Sabbath. Hmm. Incredible teaching. And so the, the man said, you don't just come to, to church for two hours. This is the Sabbath day. Well, Sabbath so day. we're, we're going to measure, mm-hmm. we're going to measure the, the approach to whether or not a, man, a guy's preaching long as to whether he preaches till Monday. You know, there was a reason they used to have dinner on the ground every Sunday. <laughs> that Well, there. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Come on. Deep wisdom. Wow. This is what we're tuning in for right here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nice. So we told them we're talking about dominion. You still yeah. want to do that? We, we, not- we noticed that. <laughs> That's why we mm-hmm. stopped having dinner on the ground. Mm. Didn't have dominion. Got dominion. Oh, we got it. <laughs> oh yes. So dominion's quite a what a quite a concept. It's pretty controversial. 
Yes. And and as how, look, how do we address that yeah. for starters? And dominion, of course, is not the dominion that a lot of the denominal are even uh, those that have gone off track. So it's not a dominion as in we're going to take over the world type of thing. And I think that it's good to articulate that yeah. because there's a lot of men who've gone off track down that particular, sure. uh, particular road. But uh, dominion is more about dominion introduction here but it's more about dominion of yourself yeah if you're going to conquer the world that's not better, nearly as popular you better i'd rather control the government thank yeah. you <laughs> don't be <laughs> <you> always <laughs> i'd rather you control me than me control me oh oh jesus you remember the episode we done on that no <laughs> that's why i preach for hours on end <laughs> That's why. They say you have to hear something 17 times. All right, you're oh, fixing man, to hear it again. Yeah, we pre- we done it. We done an episode on it. Control, f- control freaks. Control freaks. Got it. Control freaks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, we, we live in a world where everybody wants to control everybody else. Yeah. But if they would be as control freakish yeah. about controlling themselves, mm-hmm. we, we, we'd be fine. Yeah. So we have demons trying to control demons in the world. So the dominion is force rather than there being that, forcing it on someone else, police officer, things of that nature. I'm not anti-police. That's not what I'm talking about. But you see that there, you're going to have, somebody's going to have the dominion over you. You're going to have it over will. yourself mm-hmm. or somebody's going to do it. I'd whole lot rather do it over myself than I have. Ugh. To have someone else do it. In in, well, in recent discussion, I've, I've I've mentioned this about the importance of structure and building walls and and boundaries and and you, you'll either do it for yourself or you'll end up in the walls somewhere. Yeah, there, there there'll be a pen for you somewhere. Yeah, nobody lives without authority. You were going to chime in there. Well, I was just going to say, uh, uh, some scholars and writers imply that in creation. In the dominion that is given to men, it's implied that there will be a dominating factor. I'm giving it to you because there's potential that the animals can dominate or the earth Mm. can dominate the man. But I'm giving you the dominion over them. So I think that's... um, Have you heard Dennis Prager talk about that i have yeah i mean he, he says that's one of the elements that infuriates yeah. the animal lovers in our society yeah is that we believe mm-hmm. that god gave us mm-hmm. dominion over mm-hmm. yeah. that kingdom that's interesting i was mm-hmm. just writing it down that in the old testament it says i will not drive them out i'll drive them out little by little mm-hmm. Lest the wild beast take over. Yeah. The land. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he would mm-hmm. rather an enemy have dominion of the land than a wild beast. It's better that an enemy occupy your territory than a beast. Hmm. Well, the Bible says when Jesus was in the wilderness, he during was. his time of his temptation, and there were wild beasts there also. Mm. And was mm. with the wild and beast. Was with the wild beast. And angels came yes. and ministered to him. And so, so that's a separate entity from demonic temptation. Yeah. 
Yeah, this was, uh, well, I think some. Satan. I yeah. mean, there, there's there's overlap. I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, I think some uh, believe that, that the overlap is there that could be a, a reference to the demonic that was there. Or was it literally the untamed animal world? Hmm. Paul, he was very, he was very much in. Paul a, wrestled with the beast a, okay. of Ephesus. So I mean, did he literally wrestle with a physical beast, or was yeah. it, you know? Well, each of those kingdoms in the Book of Daniel were represented by beast. You know, the the image, the gold, the silver, the bronze, the iron. Each was represented by a beast, and you've spoken of it before. We've talked about it, how that uh, Daniel was able to see the spirit of that particular uh, kingdom. And even though it was a kingdom, it had a man that represented that particular kingdom, but not just a man. It had a spirit that represented that kingdom that had the dominion in that particular kingdom. I know we're talking about spiritual things, but this was on the physical side. Yeah, well, I, I think this is important, though, because, again, coming back to what we started with, to have the discussion of what we are meaning when we are after dominion, it's important to know and define what that is. Yeah. So that we, we sadly, sadly, we've witnessed the ideal of the ideology of dominion theology. Right. Pull people into arenas where uh, we're trying to establish dominion in Hollywood and we're yeah. establishing dominion in Nashville and music industries and we're, you know. Yeah. Um, and and that, that, that there, there's such nefarious intent behind that. That it that it quickly becomes evident that those that are pursuing that, I think, unbiblical form of dominion, yeah, it leads them astray. Yes, right. I believe so. But I think it's vitally important that we don't abandon the concept. Yes, because people abuse the concept. Right. Because it's, you know, along with other subjects in Scripture, it is a biblical concept doctrine. Yes. I mean, introduced so quickly yeah. at the very beginning of this is why you're created, mm -hmm. pow, God yeah. given to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So from 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 that construct, um, we we were we were just chatting and said let's 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 chat more and and, mm -hmm. and record this. So. You made a statement, Brother Patrick, that without personal dominion, we don't have spiritual dominion, or that dominion yeah. is not. Yeah, we can't expect to have... And that's a statement. <laughs> yeah, we can't expect to have spiritual dominion mm -hmm. when we don't even have personal, or one doesn't have personal dominion, dominion over themselves, control. Rulership, mm -hmm. uh, and I think a lot of times we're pursuing spiritual dominion when we can't even reign in our own thoughts. Wow, we're trying Oof. to have, we're trying wow. to have, and this is a, something that I pray before every service. Mm -hmm. God help us. One of the biggest distractions to unity 
in a church service is people not even taking the time or acknowledging, I need to get control of my thoughts. Hmm. We want dominion over devils. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't even have dominion over our passions, our thoughts, control. Wow. Rulership. And, 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 and on a very seminal level, that can be, that, that's not even just evil thoughts. That's, oh, just, that's, just, that's just thoughts that distract from the word of God being yeah. preached, the, the, the moment. Right. So I think, you know, what we're ultimately after, at least I believe we are, and I feel like I am, is corporate dominion or seeing breakthroughs in individual lives, in our local church, in the church as a whole. And I think um, coming back to the realization that the church is not segmented in all these little groups. Mm-hmm. The body of Christ is actually one. One. Mm. So as the body has these breakthroughs, why do I not take advantage of them mm. and access breakthroughs that another part of the body may experience? Because um, I'm looking for dominion in my life. So if there's a shortcut to dominion. In other words, somebody else has conquered this giant and opened an access in the spirit. Why would I not take advantage of that in my spiritual pursuit? So we, we, we referenced this uh, in, in discussion before the show. Pastor Adams talked uh, taught this. I'm not even sure where he was when he preached. It was at No Limits. Oh, uh, that's where I heard him preach it. Yeah, yeah. Where he, where he, where he broke down the levels of dominion. Yeah. Uh, that we that man was to have dominion over the fish of the sea. Yeah. Things that are beneath. Things that are beneath before he has dominion. Yeah. Over the fowls of the air. Hmm. So the cattle of the field and the cattle of the field. So go, go ahead, go ahead and talk about that because that, that that represented three different areas: those personal, materialistic, and spiritual. This is where you would talk about it and act like it's your idea. Yeah, this is. Uh, I was meditating recently. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's no limit to when you do that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, mm. Was that Zoom or online mm. meditating? Mm. <laughs> no, I give full credit to Pastor Caleb Adams. Um, I've never forgotten it. I've, it's impacted the way I've approached preaching about dominion. Um, and, you know, that was, I think, one of those areas where because we're so afraid of the terminology that the right. pushback got pretty intense. Right. Um, but it, again, is very biblical right in the first chapter of the Bible. It is a part of the creation. Um. He said, I'm going to give you dominion over the things in the sea, fish in the sea, which is those things hidden. So it's the personal man within the man that cannot be seen by others, which is where dominion starts. Hmm. You can't get dominion over the cattle of the field, which is materialistic blessing, and the fowl of the air, which is spiritual dominion, if you don't first get dominion over the things that are beneath. 
So that's that personal dominion. And we cannot expect uh, to break into any kind of spiritual dominion, real, biblical, godly dominion, rulership, control, not over my brother, but over the spirit world without con- controlling those things beneath. Right. Go ahead. You know, looking at Mark, he talks about he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. And then he breaks it down and he begins to talk about these signs shall follow them that believe. They shall tread upon, they shall cast out devils. So there's, there's first of all that dying of self, death, burial, resurrection, the gospel that has the ultimate dominion that man must be in, inside of that, first of all. But ultimately, God wants him to be in dominion over his flesh, as you've mentioned, but not just his flesh, but also, uh, and we've been doing a lot of studies on the miracles, our power over the demonic. But you can't do that unless you're in the right place and in the right setting and the right structure. You mentioned it a while ago. This is not just about organizations or things like that, but truly the body of Christ. And where is that located? Jesus said upon this rock. So there is a, a structure that is strong that can survive every attack that can yeah. continue the dominion. And what is that rock? He that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. Mm. So that's the key is, are you hearing the word and are you doing the word? That's what's going to give you the dominion because mm-hmm. heaven and earth will pass away. Yeah. But ultimate dominion is mm. if you follow the word of God, you will be on the rock and you will be a part of that church that will fill the earth. Yeah. That's a part of that stone that was cut without hand that smote the image that destroyed it all. Ultimate dominion is given to the church, so individually we have it, then we collectively join together. Mm-hmm. And that's where unity with a brother yeah. and with the church comes in is so vital because at the end of the day, he's given us to collectively. You see Matthew, Mark, Luke, and the gospel that says go into all the world. So again, mm-hmm. it's not just a political structure. Of course, we're not talking about political dominion, but internal Mm-hmm. And then the gospel that has been given to us does have the power to go into cities, personally conquer ourselves, and then go into that city and watch God use through our submission. Yeah. Yielding ourselves is what brings that dominion. Not, yeah. you know, not strong-headed, not bull-headed, not fighting our way to it. We actually yield our way. Think, and we yield the kingdom into existence. I think it's you just touched on it important in the dominion conversation to emphasize you can't really have true dominion without submission. Hmm. Very good. So we're not talking about dictatorial tyrant dominion. Mm, no. We're talking about submitted dominion. Um, if I could make up a phrase. Submitted. Well, yeah, it's mm. it's uh, it's the upside down kingdom, right? It's it's not introducing in heaven an earthly concept and asking heaven to rubber stamp it. Yes, it is still thy kingdom come. Yes, mm. thy will be done That's on good. earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. So the dominion that we have is part of that wisdom that descendeth 
from above. Mm. Yeah. That piece that you're talking about, he said, behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. There's something, it's like that. Do. It just, it's just a tiny drop, but boy, when that thing comes together, sure. that sure. unity, mm-hmm. it becomes sure that Jordan, it becomes a river. That, Which comes back to what you're what you're positing is that if there is a dimension that corporately we break into and 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 we have access to then i individually want to hitch my wagon to that yeah the shortcut and the reality is if one can put a thousand two can put 10,000. Yeah. There 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 is a compounding advantage in this discussion. Yes. That I we are worth so. a whole lot more. Yeah. I, but I, what if? But what if? But what if what? I'm just saying what if. <laughs> so if I see my neighbor having dominion, but what if it's not legit? Yeah. Or what if we don't always get along? Well, God won't give someone dominion that you disagree with, if that's what you're worried <laughs> oh, about. Oh, good. Okay. We'll, we'll move on then. Uh, yeah. No, no. I, I want to just put that out oh, there. Okay. Sorry. I I was thinking. Everybody oh, yeah. that God gives dominion will mean, think exactly like you think. <laughs> you mean God doesn't have a problem with who I have a problem with? Wow. As one man, most of us would know if I called his name. Go ahead. Don't be intimidated. Go ahead. You were there. Oh, said it. Well, (laughs) don't hold me to the responsibility of your enemies. Being my enemy. Being my enemy. Oh, yes. Whoa. So, what if? Mm. (laughs) I think one of the things about dominion uh, in order to and this is just kind of a personal journey that I've been on about true spiritual kingdom dominion is if you're going to experience the access that is available to the entirety of the body as individuals break through, you must conquer, and we talked about this before we started, the competitive drive. Mm. Hmm that can show up in an individual. Oh, and so talk about that. Well, I think it's, you know, it's part of human nature. Um, it's part of the manly drive and passion to win, to be the one, to get the credit, to, um, you know, the accolades I taught years ago on, um, what it what it means to truly be validated, um, in 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 the in the secular sense, true validation is you valued at this company. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pat you on the back. Gonna make you feel worth, mm-hmm. value. Um, but that's temporal and temperamental validation because that can go up and down. True validation is to hear the Father say, "Well done." Mm. Well done. Your true validation comes from not winning, 
Mm. Comes from submitting. Submitting. And being willing. Well, in the spirit realm, competitiveness can get in the way of that, at least in my opinion. And when you see someone or another part of the body break through in a dominion, um, we're, we're dancing all around a controversial subject, so breakthrough in financial blessing, breakthrough in the gifts of the Spirit, breakthrough in the miraculous, breakthrough in evangelism yeah. and mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. The competitive edge will say, there's got to be something wrong or mm-hmm. else I would be experiencing this same dominion. Right. Mm-hmm. So why, I'll put the question out, why do we resist connecting? Now, we are assuming, obviously, that there are no doctrinal issues. and Sure. Um, sure. So I feel like you have to qualify that every time you talk about things like this. Yes. <laughs> well, what mm-hmm. if they... Let their women right. cut their hair, and what if they yeah. go to ball games? And what if what they, if they're in sin? What if they're yeah yeah? So we're taking that into account. <laughs> Why is it that we resist saying, "Hey, that's the dominion I want. I'm going to link or connect with that breakthrough. I want to access that blessing instead of saying, "Well, I, I see what's going on over there, but." You know, he did this. He said that. Right. Right. His circle's not intersecting with mine. Yeah. We've never fellowshiped them. Right. What is it that Brother Vaughn right. Martin will say? He said, uh, you drew a circle that shut me out. But love and I had a wit to win, and I drew a circle that took you in. So uh, Abraham Lincoln Pardon our brothers for the Who? American <laughs> reference here. I know Vaughn Morton. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but who? But who? Who, are you, who is Abe? <laughs> who is, yeah. So let me get on to Uncle Abe. Uh, they came to Uncle Abe and asked the question. They said, what do you think about Calhoun? Uh, and he was competitor, political. Uh, and he began to just say all the incredible things about this man. Gave him all the high accolades, and the guy stopped and said, "But do you do you know what he's been saying about you?" And just begin to break it out. And Abraham Lincoln looked at him and said, "Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood you. I thought you asked what I thought about him." Hmm. And again, I think that lends back to what you're saying. You know, if we're not careful, we can make enemies of their success. Oh, yeah. Very good. So good. And the truth of the matter is we can see the good. And that's that's been a focus of mine here in the last little while was, God, anybody, a blind man can see faults in people. I mean, every one of us. I might not like your wild, extravagant tie. Mm-hmm. You might not like my black conservative tie. But since we are with Bishop, we need to keep them conservative. But at the, Move on. But Move at on. the end of the day, if if we can if we can choose to see the good, uh, I was with someone we all know very well, and uh, another person walked up, and it was a lot just, of nameless people. Well, but in yeah, this we, well, you can just say it. <laughs> can I? Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. Have you listened okay. to us before? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just say it. I, it was, I didn't want to name drop. But anyway, it was, I was with Brother Holmes, and there was a name dropper. I see oh, now. Yeah, what name drop of Brother Holmes. Here we go, Bishop Holmes. Well, you talk about your friends, I'll talk about If you're mine. so connected with him, why don't you get him to come on this podcast? Okay. Oh. Bam. Bam. Is that a challenge? Call him right that now. Is, that Call is a him challenge. right now. That Bishop. is a challenge. Bishop, I hey, love Siri. you so. We, hey, Siri, call Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> now everyone's phones are going off. Oh, no, 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 it's calling. <laughs> <laughs> that video you sent me last, I mean, that film you sent me last night. Uh, church. Yeah. So, uh, Repeating pictures. Yeah, so moving pictures. So, uh, But I, I saw him as that individual walked up and, and he turned and he said, that is, that is an incredible prayer warrior right there, Brother Townley. That's a prayer warrior. And, and I'm, she comes to school every day or she drops before work and he just late begins to talk about it. And um, I thought, God help me to be able. Someone says, well, you need to tell the truth. You are telling the truth. You get to choose what you focus on, though. Mm -hmm. Just because you're not saying something bad doesn't mean you're not telling the truth. So Mm -hmm. why can't we find the good, emphasize the good, speak of the good? You're not lying to tell the truth. Good communication proceeding out of your mouth. Connect with what's right, and you don't have to always focus on what's right. So, uh, yeah, mm. I, I think this is part of a problem that is bigger than just the church world, though. There, there's an overall humanistic approach where success is detested in other people when you're pursuing it yourself. And I, I really think you've, you've, you've nailed it when you said that you can't allow the success in other people to make an enemy out of that person. There is something about success that paints a target on your back. Mm-hmm. Okay? there, There's, um, and, and I think you have to be prepared for that, number one, if you, if you want to be everything that God has for you to be. You, you do have to be prepared that not everybody's going to be your fan. Hmm. So powerful that, but but the but the flip side is what we are addressing today. That you, if you're going to live a successful life, have got to be able to find it in somebody else, mm-hmm. and go. Mm-hmm. I want that. Mm-hmm. How are you getting yeah. your crops? Yes, to grow mm-hmm. yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, your farm is across the road. Wow. And that, that goes back to your word wisdom that we were talking about before we began recording. When I look at the book of Proverbs, there's key words that deal with wisdom. You know, we all want to be wise overnight. You don't get gray-headed over the night, and you don't lose all your hair overnight. It's a process. Boy, it was close for the hair yeah, thing. You so, guys uh, are looking at each other like, talking about that. close for the hair so, thing. I'm still so, wondering about so, the wisdom thing, but I got so, the hair thing down. So, <laughs> so wisdom... <laughs> So wisdom doesn't happen overnight. But I, I began to read 
it through Proverbs, and there were a couple words that would connect with the word wisdom, and that was, number one was instruction. Wisdom was, it was entwined with instruction. instruction. Mm. The second word was knowledge. And then third was understanding. Those words connected together. And I thought, that's what wisdom is, is that I can follow the leadership, the leading like you're saying, find someone who's successful, try to have a shortcut to it. How can I attain that? Simply by emulating or obeying or submitting to that principle that you're talking about. That's connecting to them. Connecting yeah. with it. Connecting to them. And and that's wisdom. So I'm I'm sitting here with hundreds of years of wisdom accumulated because I'm simply obeying or connecting with that which is pleasing to God. And is it too naive to say if you want an anointed ministry and God has called you, then you, you, you need to you need to connect with someone that has an anointed ministry that yeah, you want absolutely. and go, I want you well, to pour into me. Even a step further than that, I would go, and this is not very popular, I'm sure. If you don't like what he's fixing to say, you just... Tune it up. You can yeah. shut it off now. Yeah. <laughs> consider, consider yourself forewarned. But don't worry when you say it, you will be chastised. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as a young man pursuing ministry, I observed the men that I wanted to emulate. Their anointing, their style, sure. their presentation. Delivery. And I, I observed them. And I noticed some things that wasn't a part of my life. Such as, I have no doctrine, no Bible, for a man only to wear a long sleeve shirt. But I observed as a young minister that all the men that impacted my life, mm -hmm. this was a characteristic. Mm -hmm. hmm. Nobody told me that. I didn't come up in a church that demanded so you, that. You, you didn't go to them and go, what's up with the long sleeve shirt? I didn't even shirt. ask. I mean, I'm not, I'm just telling you my yeah. testimony here, Mike. Yeah. I just said, you know what? I don't know what it means, but I want that anointing and I want that dimension. They've, they're in a, a realm and, okay, prayer, fasting, sure. preparation, personal consecration. Right. But what if that sleeve has something to do with an access that I'm not aware of, but I want access? Right. I know that's very controversial. I'm just using this as an example. If the field is producing, and it's producing exactly the same thing that I am after, why why? Why not connect with a man or a ministry or a church and access those things that they've already conquered, broken into? Wow. And, and the adverse of that is why fight it? Yeah, why fight it? Why, why die on the hill that I can wear a sleeve, I can wear a wife beater shirt if I want to. Yeah. Yeah. That would be nice. 
Wow. Don't like Anybody else in the audience want to see that? Wow. (laughs) Come back next week. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom Speak merch. (laughs) Kingdom Speak wife. Larry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Why spend all your energy trying to prove why that's not necessary? And ha- what? Okay, like, like, even on a secular level, I'm just I'm just thinking, mm-hmm. you know, it seems how we're we're dabbling in controversial circles. There's a very non-controversial guy named Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, say what you want to say about him. He has a work ethic. Number one, he's he's brilliant. I, I love I love his one-liners. I love how he thinks. I love how he comes back mm-hmm. to criticism. Have you seen the AI generated photo of him? And I don't even know the name of the woman. She's some, I, I don't know. Anyway, somebody he wouldn't be with. Okay. And and AI, what is it? Is it AOC? No. Oh. No, it's not AOC. But it, it's something something like that. And, and he very clearly would not be with them. But the whole thing is a computer generated yeah. image of him and her walking hand in hand. Okay. And someone posted it, tagged him, and he go his response to it. He was he, he was wearing like a pair of jeans, a, this black shirt and a tie, and, and this leather jacket. And he goes his response. He never even addressed her, who they put him with. Nothing. He goes, I would never wear something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. I love that 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 thought process, yeah. right? He didn't even, they're trying to get a rise out of yeah. him about who they put him with. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I, I would never wear something like that. Yeah. And that was his response. So, but Elon Musk's work ethic of, of and, and, and it's probably borderline uh, too far. But there's a reason why he is a success. Yeah. But that, that success at the same time, attracts a criticism. Why wouldn't I, if I had a chance to talk to him, I'm not going to bring up to him, how come you work so much? Yeah. Don't you know you're supposed to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I want you to talk to me about what is making you, you. That's like sitting down across from Jesus and saying, I mean, the, the, the Pharisee had a one-on-one with him. Jesus walked away from a miraculous encounter, and the first thing out of the guy's mouth is you didn't wash your hands when you started to eat. Yeah. Really? And that's what you come up with. Yeah. You have one-on-one with Jesus. You can ask him anything. You can ask him stuff about the incarnation. You can ask him about, did the Holy Ghost overshadow your mother? Talk to me about this. Yeah. You didn't wash your hands. Seriously. That's the best you've got. Yeah. But there's something... And that speaks to a man that doesn't have dominion over himself. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's right. Because all he's picking up is the negatives. Yeah. In a man who's anointed. Yeah. And, you know, just to take this a little further, maybe in a practical sense, but I think it's connected in the spiritual as well. Those things that I see my brother Wade Townley, he's broken through in evangelism. Mm. And I see some of these little things that I think, you know, we could probably do this without that. 
Very good. Yes. We could probably get this same result without this element. And this seems to be a trivial element and an unnecessary element. And it doesn't really look very spiritual. So I think we could probably get the same dominion Mm -hmm. without that, not realizing Mm -hmm. which piece are all the pieces working together is bringing about a particular dominion or breakthrough. So why do I want to sit down and nitpick Elon Musk, Jesus, my neighbor, over the things that I don't think are necessary for this same dominion <laughs> instead of yeah. shortcutting shortcutting yeah. and saying, let's, let's put these same pieces together. I'm, I'm going to nitpick yeah. with Elon Musk, yeah. and I'm running a canteen. Yeah. Why don't and I? he's running a $44 billion yeah, company. Exactly. But I've got yeah. a few things to... Why don't we just put all these same pieces together and see what happens? See what yes. I was fishing with one of the so uh, brothers good. in the church, and he was... You were uh, gone fishing? or Well, if oh. I had that gone fishing, let me see that. Uh, so we had So gone, you were gone fishing. Okay. I was gone fishing with mm-hmm. brother John Racine. And uh, he has this wacky worm. You know, down south, we take the worm, stick it stick the hook through the worm, turn it around and insert it back into the worm, plastic worm, so it doesn't get hung up on all the stumps and things. So uh, we were, he was catching, and I turned my hook around, hooked it inside of the worm. Now, he just had his hook just hooked through the worm, and it was just this wacky worm sort, and he was just catching. And I said, Brother John, if you'd just take that, now he's the fisherman, and you're not catching it, anything. It, yeah, I'm not <laughs> catching anything. Good observation. He, he's, it, it, I mean, he's catching these smallmouth bass, just tearing them up, and and I'm trying to make sure the hook doesn't get in. You were you caught know, up in your methods. I was get caught up in the method, mm-hmm. and he's just out catching. I said, Brother John, if you take that hook and hook it back in the worm, that worm get, wouldn't wiggle like it, that. It won't yeah. get hung up on seaweed. It won't get hung up on stumps. And he says, <laughs> won't get hung up on fish yeah. either, yeah. evidently. He said, oh, yeah, I like the way he said it. He said, oh, you can do it that way. He said, you won't catch as many fish, but you can do it that way. <laughs> so after, So about six years, I had been trying to get him to do a particular style on the Bible study. He had not been successful. So we were teaching one night. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and I said, you, come back here we go. I, <laughs> I said, you taught me how to, how to win this moment. And, and I, I said, there was a man taught me one time, you can take that worm and you can hook, it, hook in and yeah, you can do it that way. You won't catch as many fish, but you can do it that way. Yeah. That night he said, okay, pastor, I got it. He said, I got it. And so just within, I, I, I believe within the week, he calls me. He says, I've been trying to do a Bible study with my sister for years now. He said, she's ready to be baptized right now. We drove several hours, baptized her and her husband. But it was all because he was willing to take that hook and just leave it open and exposed and let that wacky worm. Yeah. Again, well, it, it comes back to what you said then. It's that, it's that submission. Yeah. It's that exercising dominion over your own ideas instead of comparing and contrasting them Mm. with what is clearly working. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm. there's, if we're honest, that competitive edge in us really is irked by things that work that we hate 
the fact that that works. Sometimes yeah. it's too Especially simple. for that person. Yeah. Well, why did theirs work in mine did? Yeah. Oh. My worm is much more. Yeah. It looks pretty. <laughs> doesn't get hung up. as doesn't catch as many fish. Though. You know, and I was thinking about conversation I've had many times about men who break through churches that break through into different dominions. And then I step back and say, well, that's not necessary. And this is a trivial part. While I'm having none of the fruit of that dominion, mm. instead of saying, well, wait a minute, what I'm doing is not seeing that kind of dominion or breakthrough. What they're doing is seeing that breakthrough. So why not? Exactly. Well, it, it, it's, um, can we say it this way? Is there a backdraft? to that dimension of dominion. Now, yeah. I, I know that the, the illustration that's coming to mind that I'm going to use is, is backwards to how it's intended. So I get that. But there was something about Lot yeah. that he recognized in Abraham. Yeah. That I'm, I want to hang with you. I, you know, I, I know God told Abraham to leave him behind, but Lot, that, that was not, Lot said, as long as I can walk with someone that is that blessed, yeah. then, I, then I'm, I'm going to, and look what happened. Yeah. Right? Their flocks grew mm. the, to, to the point that they had to be separated. And we know they had to be separated because that was part of God's plan. But yeah. Lot benefited from walking with Absolutely. a man that was a friend with God. Absolutely. So... Mm. It, why not take that same approach if I can find... This reminds me of uh, Pastor Wayne Lawhorn preached a message in our church years ago, and I've never forgot it. And 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 we kind of piggybacked off of this. So if you don't, if anybody disagrees with anything that we're talking about tonight, it is his fault. He said that the shortcut to being blessed was this. You find someone that God is blessing. And you bless mm. them. God told Abraham, I will bless those who bless you. That's good. We look, we often look for people that need our our mm -hmm. gift, donation, philanthropic um, yeah. action to just survive, and we think we get blessed from that. No, that's just what we're we're supposed to feed the poor. We're supposed we get blessed by blessing blessed people. Wow. Mm. Laban said, I have learned by experience. If anybody's wanting to know, I'm very blessed. Oh. Yes. <laughs> we're, <kidding. laughs> we're living in it. Woo! Uh, mm. I am blessed. I'm so blessed. Got this. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm very blessed. If anybody's wanting a shortcut. <laughs> My goodness. That's Wow. 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 Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Come on. That's but good. is that not true? Yes. It's true. Why fight somebody that God is blessing? If they curse you, I will curse them. Yeah. That's good. I could be nixing the very thing that I'm pursuing because I won't embrace this. So why didn't Balaam 
join the blessings. He saw they were being blessed. Couldn't curse them. When he was called to curse them, all he could do was bless them. You know, if I if I saw someone being blessed, I think I'd want to I'd want to have part of that blessing. Yeah, you would think that. Layman said, "I've learned by experience that man, God blesses me just because I'm with you." Mm-hmm. So it, I think that speaks to the heart of what you're saying: is find someone who is a part of that blessings, who's who's being blessed. Yeah, and join join up with them and be a part of it. You know, um, you made mention of evangelism. Thank you for those kind words, but. I want to say this back to you um, that I have a lot of respect for the anointing that's in your ministry. It's a, you're one of my dear friends. And I say that from my heart. And uh, I listened to one of your messages um, and it was dealing with the coal from off the altar. I wasn't able to be it that deeper. And so I got the, um, well, the, the tape, the tape, CD, no, got the, got it, uh, the, got the what? I, yeah, it was saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I have an eight track yes. cassette yeah. and, uh, no, I was, did listening. you hear it? I did. And so listening to it, the, uh, I heard it, I heard it and, uh, but it was from deeper and I'll give a plug in for deeper. This year, I was able to go to Deeper. What a powerful conference it was. Oh, Incredible. If you right. weren't able to go, you need to go. But uh, and that that was a year ago. You preached the message, the coal from the altar. And you're talking about how, why don't we just do the things that work in simplicity? And you were in reference to evangelism. Well, in that message, there was something that so impacted me. By the time I was done listening to it, the Holy Ghost was so strong, I was moved deeply and was down i was in quebec uh, girls had gone for a little bit i was able to have the hotel room by myself it was it was moving power of the holy ghost i was convicted wept prayed but it was the simplicity that you were talking about how that it's just an it's just in that daily relationship with god i was moved again to the simplicity of what brings success it wasn't this huge, uh, go. you know, if you told some great, it was just a simple thing. Your daily relationship and walk with God, God can do something that can forever radically change your ministry. Yeah. The simplicity of it. And so, I, you know, I've been challenged. You, you challenged me that. And that's something that I have, I think of quite frequently and when we're tempted daily to yield to the flesh, not not take the time to pray as we should, study as we should, and and uh, pardon me for taking so long here, but it's that shortcut. And again, there really is no shortcut to these things, but there's a track record if you'll just do it. Yeah. And that's one of those simple things. Mm. Well, and 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 seeing how simplicity is, and I want to hear what else you have to speak to this, uh, Brother Patrick, but speaking of it from simplicity, what would happen 
if we just started celebrating other people's success. Mm. <laughs> like, is, is that too much to ask? So the 100 Soul Revival, I, I, I'm thrilled. I hope you... Amazing, I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm telling you, there ain't no way. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. What am I killing in my future mm -hmm. because I will not bless what God is blessing. Yeah. Mm. And I actually had that celebrate every victory over darkness, whether oh. it's mine or yours. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Because ultimately we're in the same kingdom. Yeah. You, you know, I we mean, can be in the same kingdom and not in the same organization. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Uh, what? Oh, uh, ooh. <laughs> crickets. Oh, it's quiet. He ain't going to bomb that one. Oh, gonna... <laughs> it's quiet right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that that one just came out. I thought there were separate heavens. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is separate. There's three heavens. Oh, well, there's so the independents go better, to the top. Yeah. Oh. oh my goodness! Oh. No, that's Canadian. It's kind of like the elevator deal when you're when you're when your key card. You, you got to put it on key. to get access you to that have floor. A card, though. Oh, card! Oh, oh. oh. Looks, looks like both of us are out. Oh, man. All three oh, of the carded to get to the top floor. <laughs> Trouble. Yeah, VIP lounge. <laughs> if we're in the same kingdom, then your victory is my victory. Because yeah. ultimately, we are here to destroy the works of the devil. We're here to finish yeah. the work that he started. So a victory in Brewer, Maine, if I have dominion over me and all my selfish ambitions and all of my, yeah. my, my, my competitive edges and I wonder how come I'm not invited to preach that meeting. Yeah. If, if I can get control of all of those things in me, yeah. then I should be able to rejoice over the fact that there's 30 Nicaraguans or maybe I'm grossly underestimating. Maybe it's a thousand. I don't know. Or, or Tomball is being yeah. blessed and God helped you. I, I, I told Joel Booker this. We've been in a building program five years, four years, something like that now. And I told him, I said, if, 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 because they're, they're working on their building. I told him in front of his church, if your building gets done before I get mine done, I will be here, God being my helper, to celebrate Amen. with you when you move in. Yeah. And that brings up something else I wanted to mention just about. Maybe a little clarity to what I mean. I'm, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but what I mean by connecting with. I don't mean joining that fellowship. I don't mean becoming part of that inner circle of that yeah. group or that man. Yeah. For me, what it means is putting myself in the environment in which that breakthrough is happening. Atmosphere. So when I put myself in that environment where that breakthrough is happening and begin to absorb the things that are contributing to that breakthrough. Now, again, this is mature speak on kingdom speak. Yeah, there we go. What I mean by that is don't start trying to figure out, well, what if they don't believe what I believe? Well, don't go. Right. Don't get caught up in that. Right. This is not an ecumenical message we're talking. Right. We're talking about 
where that is clarified and they are seeing a breakthrough, put yourself in that environment mm. and start absorbing even now this is another I mean we're just being really controversial but take a Sunday night and go to just a service put yourself in that environment and absorb the things look around pay attention mm. what's contributing to this see what mm. bait they're using yeah right yep mm. how are they using the bait mm-hmm. putting the hook all the way through mm. oh that's how my grandfather did it 75 years ago. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. the hook needs to be readjusted. Mm-hmm. Why not just try that and see how it works? Well, it really, that, that comes back to some um, discussion we've had in, in recordings with Renaissance about net breaking experiences. Yeah. You have to have partners to call to. Yeah. If, if, if you don't have someone to call, you will. You, you, you can't just keep the portion of the miracle that you can fit in your boat because that miracle and that, 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 that thing that God is doing, that supernatural moment, is breaking your net and sinking your boat. Yeah. So it requires other ships. Yeah. And, and if, 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 if you live your life in isolation and there's no other ships in your sphere, it's possible for God to do something that will sink you. Yeah. And, and that to, to, to come back to your point, it was not about getting you in my boat. I don't want you in my boat. I want yeah. fish in my boat. Yeah. yeah. So bring your ship and tap into the atmosphere of what is happening yeah. in this moment. Good. And I, you know, again, just my personal experience, um, you can absorb things in an atmosphere. And another just admonition, I guess I would give, and maybe you guys can speak to this, but don't take your buddy's word for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Go find out. Be strong enough to ask people in charge, people that are leading the way. What are you doing? Don't be so small-minded or mm-hmm. inferior in your thinking to ask. Well, what are y'all doing? What's mm-hmm. what's bring? What what you, what would you say um, is bringing this about? And I don't want to bring up a personal conversation too much, but brother Tally and I, last time I was with him got pretty personal in some conversation about, you know, what are the things that I'm ignoring that really are facilitators to growth? We all know, I mean, if you're not praying, fasting, consecrating, studying, you got to get that figured out Mm. because there's no apostolic church in the world that's going to do anything. Mm. Those are fundamental. I mean, they're, if you're still wrestling over those, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Solidify those things. But what are the other? What are the other things that are facilitators that individuals or churches are doing that are bringing about dominion that I'm saying, I don't think that part's necessary. And yet I'm still over here wrestling trying to get that same breakthrough. 
And those things are not the focus, but yeah. they're contributors to the overall yeah. forward well, motion. Something we talking about Renaissance, something that we brought up in one of our Renaissance discussions that I, I've actually been teaching towards our church. One of the indicators of the last days, perilous times, is all these things, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, mm. lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God. I mean, we could go through all of those and spend time on them. But one of the indicators that is seemingly overlooked or at least used as a reflection on the others, but really is not. It's another group. Those that will have a form. We've got all the structure in the world. Mm. But they deny the power thereof. So to your point, Brother Townley, if your if your goal, if your aim is structure, you're still off base. If it's just these facilitators, the power is where it's at. Mm. Mm. But the action is where it gets done. And so I know I'm bouncing around a little bit here. Uh, yeah. But the can't remember who I mentioned this to. I don't think we mentioned this on a podcast, but there's the, there's those, and, and this is my wheelhouse. Mechanics is where I thrive. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I noticed your hands have a little grease. Yeah, you know, there. you notice that. <laughs> so you can take, you can take the the most chicken grease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes! Popeyes, KFC. <laughs> Which one? We don't have Popeyes. <laughs> we don't even have Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, form and power. Mm. But there's these connect points between power and form that really make it work. Yeah. So, the engine that has the 850 horsepower Hellcat engine, you can set it inside of a structure of that Dodge charger but unless you secure that to the structure the power of this destroys this and there's no forward motion yeah it just literally self-destructs yeah it it Could takes destroy the motor mount it right it takes that mount that connecting point that really ties the power and the form together And I don't think it's it's coincidence that that happens at connection points. Like it, it's those yeah. networking connection points where power and form mm-hmm. yeah. and things start clicking. Yes, together. Yes. Yeah. So where I connect with you and you connect with me. Yeah. I I, I think the power goes to another level and the form. It, yeah. You know they're they're not a threat to each other no, at I'm that not. moment. They are necessary elements to propel us into that dimension that we yeah. are. I believe, you know, I believe the form is extremely important. But if all we needed was form, we would have the contemplation of the apostles. Not the acts. Not the acts. Yeah. Of the apostles. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they discovered the connection yes. between form and power. So there's a great tension in the North American church today, and that is... That's str- another podcast. Yeah. Come back for that one. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Mm. That tension that is between program, form, 
activity mm-hmm. and the power that drives it. Yes. And if we're not careful, we'll get out of balance one way or one another. One way or the other. Connectivity with men who are having dominion and churches that are having dominion brings us into that balance of power and mm. form mm. that it takes both to see dominion like we want to see it. I, I want to read this scripture to, to you and, and as we're wrapping up. James 3, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envying Mm. and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. So it is an ascending wisdom, that wisdom that is rooted in bitter Envying, competitiveness, strife. For where, and here's the scripture that, for where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. Wow. So that brings it back to, we begin losing personal dominion because we won't tap into the corporate. Yeah. And we wonder why. We're having a problem with immorality in our church, and we're having a problem with because there's confusion there. Yeah, the envying fosters that confusion, and every evil work thrives in in an environment. Yeah, there is no dominion there. Every evil work, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Wow. It, I know we're wrapping up here, but that brings to mind the steward that was forgiven all. But because he didn't have personal dominion, he went out and choked for a dollar. Ouch. And his master said, well, you just proved you can't handle Bam. dominion. So I release back what I took, and you will rot in the debtor's prison till you pay all. Because you couldn't. I tried to give you kingdom dominion, and you didn't even have dominion. So where there is envy and strife, there is every kind of evil work. I don't want that in my life. I want to. I want to see dominion. I want to have dominion over me, so that I can lead the people God's put me to lead into corporate dominion, revival, growth, blessing. 